Hello and welcome to the Green Zone, our talk show that focuses on all things GBN sports in the current season. I'm your host, Will Levens, alongside Ryan Elliott. That's right, Will. Great to be here with you today to go over what's going on inside GBN sports this week. This week, every winter sport has gone moving and has played some matches. Some teams are even starting to solidify their playoff spots. We'll discuss that a little more later in in the show. This week, we'll be welcoming our reporters from the girls' gymnastics, girls' dance and cheer, boys' and girls' bowling alongside basketball, wrestling, and boys' swim and dive. At the end of our show, we will highlight some big upcoming games and matches for our GBN teams with our Eye on the Spartans schedule segment, as well as announce all of our Green Star athletes for the week. First, Ryan, why don't we bounce right into boys' basketball? We are joined by the beat reporter, Mateo Gachalian. Thanks, Mateo. Thanks for having me here, Will. So, Mateo, how has the season started so far? How's it gone? So, for the Spartans, the season so far has been amazing. The Spartans are currently 9-1 and one with their only loss being a prospect. Um, the Spartans started their season out strong, winning the annual Thanksgiving tournament, and have continued to show big sparks in games versus Evanston and GBS. And uh, what are some of the uh, updates on uh, what are some of the big team leaders that will keep this team going throughout the season? So the big three, as I like to call it, um, Josh Fridman, Owen Janulius, and Sam Lappin. I mean, there's been talk about these guys being one of the best trios in the state. Um, they know how to score, but more importantly, they know how to lead. Um, when the Spartans are down, everyone in the gym knows, um, the coaches know, the players know who they're turning to. Um, these three are some of the best talent in the state, but also some of the best leaders you'll find, and they are going to be the ones who take the Spartans far this year. Yeah, I'm excited to see them work. Uh, what are the big games to look out for? Right, so some of the big games to look out for coming up is after break, January 5th, the Spartans have Nutrier at home. Um, that's a big conference game for the Spartans, but one of the biggest games, if not the biggest game of the season, um, occurs in an, actually a non-conference game. So some early news has come out that the Spartans will most likely be playing Chicago um, Chicago powerhouse Kenwood in a shootout at Nutrier on January 15th. And, you know, that's a huge game for the Spartans because they get to show, like, why um, they're so good. They get to show their talent in not only a conference game, but versus a better team in Illinois. So, yeah. It definitely seems like one of the biggest matches of the season for any sport here at GBN. But now we're going to head to commercial. And after commercial, we're going to be joined by the girls' gymnastics beat reporter Bridget Ballerini. When it comes to making plans, you are the best. What about those round trips that you plan in advance, which are perfect on your way there and perfect on your way back? Or those meetings with friends for which you make a group chat three months before so that nobody or anything is missing? Or your daughter's first birthday party. You planned it with such dedication that instead of the first, it felt like our quince's. The same way you plan each detail for those moments. Start planning to protect you and your loved ones from a natural disaster. Sign up for local weather and emergency alerts. Prepare an emergency kit and make a family communications plan. Protecting your family is the best plan you can make. Get started at ready.gov plan. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. Hello and welcome back. We are now joined by the girls' gymnastics beat reporter, Bridget Ballerini. Welcome, Bridget. Thank you for having me. 
So let's jump right into it. How did the girls do at the Spartan Classic? The girls did amazing, actually placing first and placing a new record with a high of 142.925 against Rolling Meadows, Elk Grove, Evanston, and Kingsland. Uh, what are some updates on upcoming meets this season? On November 28th, girls gymnastics started off strong with a win against Vernon Hills. And this past weekend, the girls varsity placed second with a 142.7 and JV placed first with a 94.250 against Lake Forest. Upcoming, we have a match against New Cheer December 22nd, which has always been very competitive. So we're hoping we do our best. Looks like they're off to a great start. And who are some of the team leaders this season, like captains and big contributors? Um, there are these two seniors, Yasmin and Izzy, who will, are very strong, and they will guide everyone through the season and help keep the team working hard. We had many, season, uh, we had many seniors last year that were strong, but we're bound to do just as great with the new seniors this season. And thank you, Bridget, for your time, as we will be joined by Eli Middleman, the boys' swim and dive beat reporter after this message. Wouldn't it be great if life came with remote control? You know, you could hit pause when you needed to, or hit rewind, like that time you knocked down that wasp's nest. Uh-oh. Or that time you forgot to roll up your windows in the car wash. Fantastic. Yeah, a remote control would have come in handy then. Well, life doesn't always give you time to change the outcome. But pre-diabetes does. With early diagnosis and a few healthy changes like managing your weight, getting active, stopping smoking, and eating healthier, you can stop pre-diabetes before it leads to type 2 diabetes. It's easy to learn your risk. Take the one-minute test today at doihaveprediabetes.org. Life doesn't come with a remote control. Yikes! So you're on your own with the WASPs. You have the power to take control of pre-diabetes. Visit doihaveprediabetes.org today. That's doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners. And we are back now joined by the boys' swim and dive beat reporter, Eli Middleman. Eli, how are you doing today? I'm pretty good. How are you, Will? I'm doing great. Excited to get right into this. So, Eli, how did the team do at the Vernon Hills meet last Friday? Yeah, so the boys did lose their second meet of the season last Friday. Again, it was a close meet. Uh, the boys lost by six points to Vernon Hills. We had a few good performances, though. Uh, Stanley Klein, Matthew Gears, Sam Gisner, and Eubin Co. all got multiple medals with some good finishes. So although they lost, um, there were some good performances, and we'll have to see how they perform in the second half of the season. Yeah, seems like second half of the season is a big part of every season in sports. And the boys' next meet isn't until Friday, January 5th. How do you expect the team will prepare for the rest of the season and the time until then? Yeah, so then that next meet is until the very end of winter break, two and a half weeks for, from now, and that's when uh, the conference dual meet start. That first meet is a huge meet, which is at GBS. Um, so I think this is where... Uh, the boys will really start racking up the intensity at swim practice. This week they have, uh, like usual, practice every day after school with lifts on Thursday mornings and then a Saturday practice. And then winter break practices, I think, is where they're really going to get into it. Some days they have practices twice a day where and one they'll do conditioning and one they'll do sprints. So I think this is where the practices are really going to ramp up in intensity, where they kind of build up uh, – to that second half of the season to start preparing to get into the best shape, um, uh, you know, with their times dropping and just their best 
physical shape that they've really ever been in. Swimming can really help with that, and they want to be as uh, ready to go as they can because there's a chance that the team has multiple state qualifiers this year. Yeah, so having leaders is very uh, crucial to having a good practice. So this team is very young. So who are the leaders on this team? Yeah, so there's really three seniors on this varsity team, and those are kind of the three big leaders, that being senior Matthew Gears, as well as senior Sam Gisner and Eubin Coe. The three of them have all been on varsity for multiple years now, and they're all leaders on the team, really vocal at meets and practices, just helping guys out, and especially at meets with telling younger guys to cheer, and then at practice, just setting the example, doing a good job of setting that role, as well as junior Hayato Majoros. He's really stepped into a role as a leader on this team this year. I think that's um, he's really gone from being more of a quieter guy to now being a leader, as well as junior Daniel Gears. He's also a very vocal guy, always talking and saying stuff, funny guy, and I think that a lot of the guys on the team really like him, and now he's being a leader on the team as well. Yeah, it's nice having young leaders sometimes. It makes more people feel open. Absolutely. And now we're going to take it to commercial and be joined by Aaron Marks after the break. I get it, slip it, cuff it, check it twice a day. I get it, slip it, cuff it, check it in the morning and before dinner. I get it, slip it, cuff it, check it, and share it with my doctor. Nearly one in two U.S. adults have high blood pressure. That's why it's important to self-monitor your blood pressure in four easy-to-remember steps. It starts with a monitor. Now that I know my blood pressure numbers, I talked with my doctor. We're getting those numbers down. Get it, slip it, cuff it, check it. Talk to doctor now and share it. Be next to talk to your doctor about your blood pressure numbers. Get down with your blood pressure. Self-monitoring is power. Learn more at manageyourbp.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council, the American Heart Association, and the American Medical Association. In partnership with the Office of Minority Health and Health Resources and Services Administration. All right, and welcome back as we are joined by the wrestling beat reporter, Aaron Marks. Welcome, Aaron. Thank you, Ryan and Will, for having me on this podcast. And this should be a fun one. Oh, yeah. So what do, you, what do you got for me? Very exciting. So... How has the season gone for the Spartans this far? So for the Spartans this season, Coach Gilchrist, to be completely honest, was expecting your average season where there wasn't to be much success but a lot of bright spots. And so far, those expectations have been exceeded. The seasons went off to a pretty good start. They had just really great success at the Cougar Thanksgiving Invitational at um, at Vernon Hills with two wrestlers finishing first place, that being Shane Onyx and Aiden Flayland. And at the last two tournaments they had, which was this past weekend and in the weekend prior, they had five people place in the top five of that tournament. So the season's really just been off to a better start than Coach Gilchrist had expected for that squad. And he believes that they can they can make some noise later down the road. Maybe not be your state championship contenders, but just really overall make a lot of noise and give some teams some trouble. That's awesome to hear. So who have been some of the top wrestlers to start the season? So, yeah, some of their top wrestlers who have had some great starts have been, one is definitely Ion Rizwan, who placed third place at the Rex Lewis Invitational at Buffalo Grove. Not this past weekend, but two weekends ago, I believe it was December 9th. He had a great start there. Kiran O'Sullivan placed third at that tournament and third at Niles West this past weekend as well. 
Aiden and Eben Fladeland took like a really nice step up this past tournament. Aiden finished second at Buffalo Grove and third at Niles West, while Eben took third at Niles West as well for his respective weight class. And Alon Ruderman, he had a very successful past few tournaments as well where he placed fifth at that Buffalo Grove tournament and fourth this past weekend at Niles West. Well, it seems like this team is really playing well. So could you give us a preview of their upcoming match versus Grays Lake North and North Chicago this Friday? Yeah, so really this Friday, you can expect Ion Rizwan to make a statement for his season in the 113 weight class, especially because two weeks ago when they wrestled Maine South, Ion picked up a victory in his match. While the team didn't win that match, Ion had a, a really nice match there, and he really withheld his opponent the whole three rounds. And coming off of second place finish at Nas West, Shane Onyx should be poised for a great matchup as he's starting to take form this season. And really overall, the Spartans are just rolling as they're looking to take this meet and add that to the resume as we head into winter break. Well, we appreciate your insight, Aaron. And we'll be back with cheer and dance beat reporter Carson Schimmel after this break. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm -mm. Text and catch the bus. Text and miss your stop. Wait, 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 wait. Text and be late to work. Sorry, I'm late. Text and work. Text and pretend to work. Text and act surprised when someone calls you out for not working. <clears throat> Who, me? Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. <sighs> Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Ugh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. And we are back, joined by Carson Schimmel. Carson, you are the lucky man to cover two sports this winter, cheer and dance. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good, Will. How about you? I'm doing great. Excited to get after it. We're going to start with dance. So for the dance team, what does the team need to do to consider the season successful? Um, so I actually have, have been in communications with the coach, and I've learned from Coach Collins that the team does want to place high in all their competitions, and they do want to succeed in conference play, especially in the conference invitational. But the real goal is to make little to no mistakes in their routines, and if they do those routines to perfection, that's really all they can ask for. And from there, they just hope for the best from the judges. Yeah, that sounds like a great plan. And uh, how did the first competition go? What does the team need to improve on? So in the first competition, the girls did what they needed to do, but uh, they placed 15th out of 19 at uh, the Stevenson uh, Invitational. And although they didn't start off with a great placement, they completed their routine with little to no mistakes, which is what they wanted to do. The only issue is they lacked in difficulty. So in the future, the choreography for the routines will probably be a little more difficult to give them a chance at doing better. Yeah, it's interesting scoring going for dance, but uh, Cheer also has some different scoring too. So how has the season started so far for Cheer? So Cheer also had 
their first um, competition, not the this past weekend, but the weekend before, and they actually placed fourth, and they similarly are just trying to do um, what they practice, and, and they do their best. So fourth place is a great way to start off the season, and they can't expect much better than that. Yeah, so that means there's got to be some excited players on this team. So who are the most exciting players for the season to look out for? So although the team is dominated by uh, seniors this year, um, there is a standout junior, Ava Contreras, and um, the, the main players for the team consist of a lot of seniors, but seeing a younger player step up like that is very impressive. So we'll see how she does as the season progresses, but... Coach Wilhelm was very excited about her. Yeah, definitely seems like an exciting player to look out for. And we're going to go to commercial break. And after that, Ryan will be asking me some questions because I am currently the boys' bowling beat reporter. So let's go to the break. High school sports don't just happen. There's a ton of work that goes into every single athletic event. And we have our school's athletic director to thank for a lot of it. Thank you. For scheduling officials so I can always play the game I love. For ordering quality athletic equipment so I can stay safe on the field. For mentoring my coaches so they can be the best role models for me. For coordinating transportation so I can get focused for the big game. For helping us develop character and learn lessons that will benefit us for the rest of our lives. Thank you to our AD for always creating a positive experience for us. We'll never forget it. From all of us at the NIAAA, thank you to every athletic administrator in Illinois for all you do to enrich the lives of your students. It does not go unnoticed. This message presented by the NIAAA, the National Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. And welcome back. We are joined by Will Leverin, the beat reporter for the boys bowling team. What's going on, Will? Oh, what's going on, Ryan? This has been a fun podcast so far. Let's keep it running. Oh, I cannot wait to learn about the boys' bowling team. Let's get this started. So, simple question here. How has the season started? So, yeah, the boys' bowling team has started off great. I mean, they're undefeated right now. They're around 15-0, I believe. Might be more uh, wins than that. But they've taken on some key contributors. They took down Nutrier single-handedly. They just recently won a tournament by over 300 pins, which is just a crazy number to win a tournament by. And so the season started off great. Uh, the teams are looking uh, at Vernon Hills coming up this Wednesday, I believe. And uh, Vernon Hills is always a tough match. I mean, the Spartans have already clinched the f- number one seed for the playoffs. But still, they want to keep the undefeated season rolling. So uh, that's how the season started so far. Seems like Coach Rubin really has these guys bowling well. Yeah, he does. So, who are the top contributors on the season? So, yeah, what's good about the boys' bowling team and what makes a great team in uh, sports like this and golf is they have depth. So, they have every player can consistently bowls over 200. I mean, you've got freshman Sammy Torf, who just is an incredible bowler. Uh, you've got Josh Sachs and Nick Sachs. The Sachs brothers bowl incredible. Josh recently broke... Uh, the school record for best three-game score with an 841. That's about a 281 average. I mean, that was just incredible. He got the second-best score all-time at River Rand Bowl. And uh, it really got every player can bowl. I could choose any of the six starters and say them in the top contributors on this season. Well, so we know that 
they are undefeated. But obviously, you, you, they look ahead. They care about the undefeated season, but they want to make a state run. Last year, they made state. Do you think this could be another another state run and possibly even deeper than they went last year? Well, yeah, they went pretty far last year. I believe they got second in state last year. Uh, Justin Trier beat them. But it looks like this year – oh, no, not second. Sorry, about uh, 60th, 20, 20th or 60th, somewhere around there. Sorry. I'll have to fact check that. But um, this year it looks like they could go way farther than normal. Sorry about that. I was thinking about uh, golf. And um, it looks like this is going to be a deep state run for the Spartans. I mean, they, they're blowing out teams. I mean, this is just – it's fun to watch. They're striking consistently. I mean, star frames all around. It's uh, fun to watch. This will be a state team for sure. Well, that's awesome. And I'll be next talking about – the girls' bowling team will be asking me some questions. Can't wait. We'll see you guys after this message. I'll never forget the day I decided to go out for the football team. Mr. Banks, the JV football coach and my history teacher, asked me to stay after class. I thought I was in trouble. He said, hey, Darius, have you thought about going out for football? I think you'd be great. Fact is, I never played football. Fact is... I never had anyone tell me I'd be great at something. So, with no experience at all, I signed up. And a week later, I padded up and was running drills on the field. I never was great, but playing high school sports was one of the greatest experiences of my life. I was accepted by my teammates, and I learned that when someone believes in you, you can believe in yourself. Encourage a student you know to take part in a high school sport. This message presented by the IHSA and the Illinois Athletic Directors Association. And we are back off a of commercial break now, joined by Ryan Elliott, who is my partner. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit about girls bowling. Ain't that right, Ryan? Sure is, Well, So right now, what's the team's current record? I know the boys are undefeated, as we just talked about. But what's the girls looking like? Well, I'm not going to lie. It it's, hasn't been a great start. They've started the season 1-7. So a lot of work to be made, but they started 0-7. They just won their first game against Deerfield, and hopefully they can continue to build off of that and continue to win. You know, I know this is a young team. so Yeah, so this is a young team, like you said. So who has made the biggest leap from last year? Well, probably Ellie Rassin. She has been good. She's She puts in a lot of time and effort outside of just the season. You know, she um, she bowls really well. She's probably their top contributor. Yeah. And just another question. Uh, is this team on the younger side or on the older side? Sorry about that. So this team is on the younger side, I'd say. There's many sophomores on this team. Not many juniors and seniors. So I think that's why the record hasn't shown it. But I think... They could they could be better, you know, going on, and I think they just need to find out who they are as a team, who their top players are, and these younger people just need to become more confident. Yeah, it seems like confidence is really key in bowling. I mean, I've bowled a couple times. I'm sure you bowled a couple times, but confidence is everything. Yeah, it's it's almost like you you kind of just got to go on like a run, you know, when you're when you throw one strike, you continue to keep throwing more strikes. Yeah, yeah, I feel that. And so now we're going to go on a quick commercial break and then be joined by the girls' basketball beat reporter, Alex Ferens. 
So, how are the kids? Well, Emily made the honor roll. Oh, good for her. Yeah, we're really proud of her. Tyler, on the other hand, though. What's going on? He's been moody lately, just feeling down and not like himself. Oh, we've been there. Nick was struggling last spring. He was so anxious and stressed. Really? What helped? Well, he joined the soccer team. And ever since, he's been a lot happier. He has more energy, he's less stressed, and he's definitely in a better mood at home. It's made a huge difference. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm glad he's getting out of the house, he's getting some exercise, and he's off his phone for once. It's been good for his mental health. Sounds like it's been good for your mental health, too. Participating in Illinois high school sports improves students' physical and mental health. Encourage your son or daughter to get involved. This message presented by the IHSA and the Illinois Athletic Directors Association. And now off commercial break. Sorry for that moment of silence there. And uh, now we're joined by Alex Ferrans. How are we doing, Alex? I'm um, great. Thank you for having me. Uh, yeah, it's nice to have you on the show. And uh, just quick questions uh, to keep this podcast going. So first off, how has the season gone so far? Yeah, you know, the girls' basketball team got off to a great start. They won the Thanksgiving tournament to start the year at Maine East. But then, you know, they've struggled a little bit since then. They lost close games to Nutrier, Evanston, and GBS. But they've bounced back with some non-conference wins, and, you know, the arrow's pointing up on the season. Yeah, yeah, it seems like conference is the story of the season for the girls' team. And uh, so who are some of the key players for this team? Uh, you know, the key scorers, I would say, are juniors Alexis Myers and Jamie DeGuzman. And then overall, they have uh, three seniors that start for them. Um, Brecken Carcello, Grace Gardner, and Caitlin Ethan that are all very solid foundational pieces for the team. Yeah, that's great to have some seniors on the team, some leadership there. And so we know the record's not the best. We know there is still a chance for playoffs. But what would be the end-all, be-all goal for this team? Yeah, you know, I asked that to the coach, Coach Capalbo, and he said, you know, the goal for this girls' team is to try to get back to 20 wins again this season and hopefully win the regional title. That would be a big win for the Spartans here. And uh, thanks for joining us, Alex. And now we're going to head to the Eye on the Spartans schedule. So let's take a look at some of the Spartans' schedule and some big games coming to highlight. Here we go. So it starts with next Friday. The girls gymnastics team will take on Nutrier, a big match. In all honesty, Gibeon is hoping to make it a good match. For those who don't know, Nutrier has been constantly the team to look out for in terms of every sport for the Spartans in conference for a long time. And this year doesn't seem much different. Yeah, and in terms of other sports to check out, the boys basketball team will be at Maine South on Thursday in a battle of powerhouse teams. Girls basketball will be at Riverside Brookfield today at 7 o'clock. Cheers at Glenbrook South on January 10th. Dance will be at Niles North on Thursday. And the boys swim and dive team takes on South at GBS on Friday, January 5th. And as we look into next week's schedule, wrestling will host Grays Lake North in North Chicago on Friday. Boys bowling will have their hardest game this season on Wednesday versus Vernon Hills. And girls bowling takes on Niles North on January 9th. Now moving from the schedules to our Green Star athletes for each of the winter sports for this week. This is determined by each of our beat reporters for the team. So here they are. For boys bowling, it will be Josh Sachs. 
Girls bowling, Ellie Rassen. Boys swim and dive, Stanley Klein. For girls basketball, it will be Alexis Myers. And boys basketball, Josh Fridman. Cheer will be Kristen Zick. Dance, Ava Contreras. Gymnastics is Yasmin Taha. And wrestling will be Ion Rizwan. Well, unfortunately, this is all the time we have for today's Inside GBN Athletics. Thanks to all of our GBN TV sports reporters for their help. Tune into next week's show to cover more on our winter sports. Remember to subscribe to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts, and give us a five-star rating. Thanks to Will Leverance for hosting with me, and we will see you next time on The Green Zone.